Live and at the doorstep of the Women's World Messi. Cup 2023, Messi. Australia. Messi, 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 Messi. Bet it is. A little bit. It's the Book of Minority Podcast. Raise your voice. Okay. Well then, um, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Book of Minority Podcast. Podcast. I love some shrimp on the Barbie. On this week's episode, we talk a very little bit about TFC slash MLS, but really it's all about the Women's World Cup that is kicking off this Thursday. So let's get to it and let's get to this week's panel. Uh, he is very excited for Miami's newest player. It's Duncan Fletcher. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time when uh, uh, I saw uh, Lionel Messi score his first ever goal? Like for Barcelona. No, I don't think you no. have. What? Can, can you tell us that story again, that story. Duncan? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I look forward to uh, breaking that out many, many times for in front of many different people, just for shits and giggles. It is a great story, though. Like seriously, yeah. you, you, you. That's yeah. It's awesome. I had um, no idea, but I did. It's awesome. Uh, thrilled to not be talking about kits. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. I mean. Give me another day or two, and I could probably happily go on about some of the fantastic new club kits that are ever so creeping out, and my list is growing. But until then, I'm happy to be here, not talking about them just yet. <laughs> uh, he's too busy dealing with the nanny. Tony can't be with us this week. Boo. I know. As for me, I'm just I'm just very excited to have my sleeping patterns ruined for the next month by the World Cup. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it, I think. Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to this week's show. Make post-work nap time a thing for the next month. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Well, what's been happening before we dive into basically all things World Cup, we're going to cast back just a little bit to non-World Cup things. And, uh, you know, we'll get the bad stuff out of the way. So let's talk about TFC versus the fire. Um, mm. Yeah, that was that was a thing. And uh, it was the same thing again. And it's frustrating. Um Again, it was like, okay, playing pretty decently. And no one looks terribly bad, you know? Chicago is a better team. They're not yards ahead of Toronto, but they are a better team, and they're playing away. And we all know Toronto's terrible on the road right now, or just terrible. But And it looked like, okay, you know what? They're just going to hang on. They're just going to hang on. It's gonna, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna get a point. They're gonna get a point. Terry and his frat boy outfit are not, it's, it's fine. The jeans are gonna like do, I don't know what happened. And then uh, what happened is what always happens 90th minute. 90th minute. Fucking goal. My favorite <laughs> part was Shabilko wasn't on the pitch for a minute and a half. 
Nope. He had just fucking come on. Was just like, here's a, he was, here's a, a, guy. He was a time wasting sub. Was he not? Was he, is he, I think he's still a designated player. I think which so. Is, well, I mean, he was with Philadelphia. I suspect he still is. I think it's just particularly hilarious that they took them so lightly that they said, you know what? You don't need to start. Have a night off. And then they looked at the clock with 88 minutes on it and they said, you know what, Casper? See what you could do. <laughs> and he took less time than it takes to complete a song on the radio to fucking change it all. God damn it. That's how I feel like that's the, the I don't want to say it's the ultimate insult, but it's fairly insulting. Like, it's bad enough that you keep one of your better strikers off the pitch. It's worse when they can come on and change it in under two minutes. Um, yeah. And and also, too, like, I I kind of felt like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to say that they were just hanging by, you know, the skin of their teeth. They were just... They were just desperately grasping on to a scoreless draw. No. Chicago had a lot of, of of attack, but not a lot were like really like super threatening. You know, there were a couple couple balls that rolled right across the face of goal, some that flew over the bar, a lot of them went wide. John Johnson had to make some saves. That's like I'm not diminishing and made some very good saves. Very good saves, but it wasn't like squeaky bum time for like 75 minutes no it it, it was it was a, a solid effort it, it, it was it was a regular pressure an even pressure all throughout the game yep and i'm like I, why not why i really not thought they goal? were going to get a point i really oh uh, bless you the optimism is what kills you mm-hmm. it is it hurts so much mm-hmm. i just and again, like I appreciate the, I appreciate the abilities of some of the younger players. I still was a little confused about Rosted starting over McBeka, but whatever, it wasn't terrible. Um, but can we, we should talk about uh, Ibarra, who, honestly, was quite good. Like I, I was really impressed um, with his with his play in the midfield. Um, like, I really thought he was, he was quite good and did a lot of things that, you know, made things happen that never went anywhere, but at least he was trying and doing it, doing it well. I appreciate your efforts, sir. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of felt like, uh, he would, how can I put this personnel wise? He definitely is a positive addition. Yes. That being said, there's still it's TFC. Yeah, there's still steps to be made. Yeah. Um, Kobe Franklin again, excellent. Like what? He's I, I he's the standout. Um, I thought Latif Blessing actually wasn't awful. Like I didn't look at him and think, "Man, you're just fucking things up." When he came on the second half, I was like, "All right." Some decent work. Um, I mean, for for new like talent notwithstanding, yeah, it's important for new guys to not be a liability when they're on the pitch because exactly. that can happen. I mean, I know Victor Vasquez's first match or two, 
a little liability-ish. A little rough. A, a little, little rough. rough. Turned into a god. Little rough to stuck. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I I genuinely expect that, especially teams that are in midseason swing. Yeah, as 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 they were as we are, but neither of them looked out of place. In fact, I would I would say that they improved the bottom line of the side scoreline, notwithstanding. Yeah, no, I think so too. Um, and also, just I really I want to shout out Jonathan Osorio. He was, he was, he was, he was excellent. Like that's one of the best matches he's played for Toronto all season. I think. True. Um, I, I, was, I think that's a, that's a bit of a. I think that's a bit of a low bar. I know I've been a bit disappointed. <laughs> Again, you know, I know he's been hurt, but like even when, I feel like he had a really good game, like within the first three or four games of the season. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was like, oh yeah, you were playing ninety minutes, weren't you, bud? Yeah. You know? I didn't even know you were there. Yep. So, um, yeah, that, I would agree. I would agree. But again, they lose late in the game. So now they're just, you know, it's 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 going to be a tough rest of season. I well, we just like them. Someone, someone, I think it was Martin. Hi, Martin. Uh, posted. All we were saying is give us a goal, and you know, like my, you know, I just, you know, you get, you get taken back to the, er, to the, to the, to the early year, to the oh first God. year Ooh. when we sang that relentlessly, because yeah. that was all we wanted, and all it's, want. yeah, I just would like, like a goal, that would mm. be, that would be nice. Yeah, I guess it's been so long. Dunfield's really closing in on sort of Mo's record of just goallessness to start a coaching career. Not scored in four matches. Yep. Yeah, Mo got to take four in a bit. Yep. So here's a question then. Um, Wardrobe choices notwithstanding. Um, Does Dunfield the coach um, when League's thing, the League's Cup is League's Cup, when League's Cup starts uh, in a week and whatever, whenever it starts. Starts in a week, next week? I don't know. Soon, soon. Yeah, I think it's just by default at this point. Yes. Well, because initially they made it sound like Terry's in charge until the League's Cup, but there's been almost, there's been zero rumblings. There hasn't even been a whisper of Mm. coach stuff since then. So that makes me think that, yeah, you guys are right. They're just, here you go, Terry. You know what? You know the kids? Why don't you get the kids skilled up? comfortable hang you know do some stuff for the rest of the season and then you know we'll hire somebody else in the offseason yeah yeah that that wouldn't surprise me eh? but uh yeah and like i said there's just no rumors or no there's nothing out there that seems like they would be i mean yeah you'd, you'd hope they'd be lo- looking for somebody i but yeah Maybe this is because of, all right, let's just kind of like give up on this season and not because whoever they're going to bring in, you're probably not going to look great the first half of this season because the team is like just a mess. Uh, so why bring in take somebody and just saddle them with this shit? Uh, yeah, it's maybe that's just let Dunfield win it out and then start fresh next year. Or they give him the League's Cup just and 
do some searching during that. The League's Cup doesn't really matter. Tell that to Atlas. Yeah. What else does TFC have to play for this year? Yeah, that's true. That is up. true. I would like a trophy. I don't. I, at this point, I will take. You'll I'll take this trophy. trophy. All right. If, I mean, I would say we take the Trillium Cup, but we know where it is. So <laughs> we know where it is. We know exactly where it is. Um, we, we Justin Morrow has it in his luggage. <laughs> we almost. We we. I I I do look. I was so tempted. Oh my god! We I still. We should have cracked it open. I still have regret for not. I really do. But. Yeah, I just I just kept expecting like somebody in charge ish to just come in at the exact wrong oh, yeah. moment. We should have oh. had Moro stand guard at the door while we looked. He wouldn't have cared. He would have let third, us. Third third latch, you know, click click click, yep. and then the door opens. Hey, what are you doing? Like, all right, get out of there, you. But um, <laughs> I, I, I kind Metal of feel some like kids. Yes, I'm. I'm. How can I put this? I feel like. I haven't seen necessarily anything from Terry Dunfield tactically to indicate that, you know, he's doing a fine job. We can let this ride out. Like I haven't seen anything resembling a change. Now I'm also the worst person to really notice it. Like it has to be completely drastic. Like if he went three, five, two, I would have caught that immediately, but Mm -hmm. it's just seems like, all right, we're going to do the same thing we were doing before except tweak small things which is fine but un- un- until i see something that looks like dunfield putting his fingerprint on the playing style i have to i have to think that there's a coach being interviewed at this point yeah coaches i i can't imagine that they're going to let this go as long as even even this 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 league's cup, I I wouldn't be surprised. Well, like they'd have to make they'd have to make an announcement like literally sometime this week because I was well we weren't I wasn't going to talk talk about league's cup until next week, but like Toronto's first match isn't this weekend. It's sometime next week. I don't remember what the date is. But I didn't it, pay that much attention. I mean, I think the the benefit of this is if and we can I think safely assume that. Um, success in the league's cup is a hilarious nice to have. Mm-hmm. But if this was a preseason for a new gaffer, yeah, yeah, that, that would be yeah. a good time to start fucking yeah. with some yeah. things and seeing, yeah, trying some stuff. Yeah. So I just I don't know what's available, who's available. You know, I don't know if I don't. I like that's 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 out of my. That's out of my realm, but the timing of it, the timing of a new manager to show up between now and the beginning of the league's cup is weirdly perfect. Yeah, that's true. Well, their first, their first match is um, next Wednesday. So they got a little over a week. Don't even think who's available, you know, but someone with MLS experience, someone who's actually available, um, someone who's somewhat familiar with, Canada and Canadian football. Uh, full novel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I time would being... literally not be surprised if that happened. You know, like, Duncan, six, six if you've spoken back. this into being, six I might gone. have to run over to your house and smack you. Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, come on, you, you'd enjoy this at least, Mark, surely, no? A big, big of class of 90, whatever it was, sort of uh, guy coming along. Hey, oh. 94. My point is is that um I feel like anything is better than Dunfield. Dun- and that's not the, that's not a disrespect towards Dunfield as much as it's quite apparent he's a placeholder. So let's have it be yes. permanent and he can go back to being an assistant or although I do agree that I saw a lot of people saying, you know, like whoever they get keep Dunny on as assistant coach. And I actually think that's a good idea. He's coached within the TFC system for a good amount of time now. Um, I really do like, I really do like his willingness to make subs and play the kids. Yes. In some cases that's all he's got, but he's been fearless about it. And I appreciate that. And I think they need somebody like that on their coaching staff. Who's going to advocate for the younger players and who knows them. So I would not be upset to see Terry Dunfield as an assistant coach to whomever comes in to take over. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Uh, One last little TFC uh, bit of business. Um, Mark Anthony Kay, as we know, uh, has departed for the T-Terrorists. And um, unlike most player departures regardless of how amicable or not they are. Um, You don't usually see anything other than the official release. See you later. The player will post something on their Instagram, you know, it's been great, you know, and all the players will comment, we're going to miss you, dude, and all that stuff, right? Um, In what is, you know, indeed a nice ER for Toronto FC. Um, But... It was kind of classy and kind of refreshing um, for him to go into before training the other day, the day he was leaving. And just if you haven't watched the video, there's, of course, there's an all for one or whatever on Toronto FC's uh, YouTube page or even probably still on the homepage um, of him being like, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm glad to play here. It's business. I, I understand it. I just wanted to, like, you know, come and say goodbye to everybody and like. You don't get to see that very often. And I, I appreciated that. Even even with the obvious, you know, give it a little bit of, like I said, a, a feel-good story sort of thing. I thought that was a really lovely moment. For me, anyway. I get, I'm very sentimental, but I really enjoyed that. I think the thing, I, my takeaway from it was, like, it was nice. It was nice to see that. Um, I think it, I think it really highlighted um, both his class and his leadership, like, cause that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a leader move, you know? Yeah. Like I'm going to go out and without as burned of a bridge as it may have been, or like, cause I mean, I feel like we could easily speculate because <laughs> we made the joke where, you know, his dad left a couple of weeks ago yes. and now he's <laughs> gone too. Like, that joke aside, that gag aside, you know, it wouldn't, without knowing any real, real details, you could easily draw a conclusion that he was a problem. And just seeing him do that, like, that's, if he, if he was a problem, why would he do that? 
Yeah. And seeing their reactions to him as he was. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice to see him. Just say, okay, this is. I, I've never had anything against Mark Anthony K. It hasn't really worked out for him this year, but you know, as a person, seems uh, you know delightful. This doesn't entirely surprise me that he'd go out and be doing this sort of thing. So good. So it'll be nice that that came out. Yeah. Okay. Um. One last little bit of. Not not MLS, but anyway, uh, the Gold Cup final, uh, Mexico won. Yeah. Uh, although it took them most of the match to get the winning goal. Yeah. It was, a, from what I can tell, I didn't watch any of it, even though it was on cable, which I didn't realize until I got home. I was flipping around the channels. And I was like, is that the Gold Cup? What? And I literally just was like, very quickly, next channel. <laughs> I don't want to watch. Um, but it looks like it was a pretty even match. Anyway, Mexico won. Huzzah, whatever. Now we can look ahead to next year's Women's Gold Cup. Yeah, baby. Is it Women's Gold Cup now? Yep. Cool. Yep, kicks off next year. And ca- and does Canada, a.k.a. Toronto, get its single game? Or do we know that? <laughs> That's really? a very good question. <laughs> so, it's a, you know, the entire continent is represented. One game in Canada, <laughs> 52 games in the United States, you know, exactly. as per usual. As, as, as the soccer gods intended. That is correct, Mark. Hashtag tradition. Indeed. And that one shining star of like Canadian soccer would still be the worst stadium in the entire uh, thing compared to all of the ones like the 50 odd that are in the States. Yep. Hey everyone, Mark with the producer hat. Okay, producer scarf on. Um, the next bit you're going to hear was supposed to be dropped because we were going to talk about a certain signing, but the way that the rundown went, it kind of makes sense why we moved it, but it also makes sense why we kept it. So if it seems a little disjointed, kind of is, and we weren't planning on doing this, but we had this whole discussion anyway, which fit like it belonged in our show. So at the end of this segment, when you hear the, the white noise, that will be onto the regularly scheduled podcast. Thank you for your patience. Let's not talk about Misty. Like, do we care? Sure. Really? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, what are we really going to contribute at this point? Yeah. Like, what are we going to offer this messy bullshit? I don't... Exactly. Like, like none of us really care. Even... And I, I, I love him as a player and I don't care. Like next year, I cannot wait to sell my ticket. Oh my God. I'm going to make such bank. So much money. I can't, so I can't wait to disappoint every child I know. Who <laughs> thinks that they're going to be the one that I take to the game. And it's like, <laughs> so uh, what, are, are, can, can I go to the messy game with you? It's like, I, you could, but I've sold them for 250 bucks for the pair kid. And yeah, I'm not even going. I, I'm not yeah. even going. Yeah. 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 So good luck. do you want do you want to buy them both for me for like three hundred dollars for the pair? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I can cancel that right now. <laughs> the favor is that I have them at all. Although I do think it is hilarious and, and like I 
I don't know how I can't remember how far in advance they did the scheduling, but Messi to Miami has been rumored for so fucking long. The first League's Cup match is Cruz's all Miami. Like the league, the league, like Don, Don Garber has got to be just like, just like ejaculating all over the office, thinking of like all of the like the dollars from the viewer. Um, like they just must be losing their fucking minds, you know? Anyway, the hype so, for that match is going to be obnoxious. Yeah, some random cruisers who all kind of thuggish guy just take He's him out. He's going to take out Messi. Yeah. <laughs> The whole sort of Adrian <laughs> Serayu, welcome to MLS sort of topic. Yes. I, uh, yeah. Yes. Let's Love let it. the Mexicans do our dirty work. And, Beautiful. Uh, let's take him out. Wonderful. All right, let's go. Let's get back to reality. What's Don Garbage going to do? Suspend the guy forever from the Mexican League? He can't <laughs> do that. Not yet. <laughs> oh, good point. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. All right, well, that's a good transition into what we're talking about, because what we're talking about is the Women's World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup. The World Cup. We're transitioning into the World Cup. Forget the Gold Cup, whatever. We'll talk about that later. This is the World Cup. Um, So a lot of really exciting things around this particular Women's World Cup. Um, It's the first one held in Oceania. Awesome. Even though, again, the time difference is going to mess with my body clock for the next month and more. Um, The first Women's World Cup with 32 teams, which is so freaking exciting. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, oh, I love it. Um, Concussion subs. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that a little bit. Indeed. Um, And they're going with the five subs again as well. And we'll talk about that in more detail. Um, so World Cup kicks off on Thursday at three, is it three o'clock in the morning? Is that the first match? It's um, three o'clock it's in the morning. 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock, lo- 1030 local time for the, fir- for the game versus Nigeria. I don't know about the, oh actually- no, not, not, no, just the very first oh, match. <clears throat> that the sounds very, about right. The, the very first match. Um, uh, Yes. Because New, yeah, New Zealand versus Norway at 3 a.m., followed by Australia uh, versus Republic of Ireland at uh, 6 a.m. Um, so the two host countries kick off first. And then way at the end of the day, uh, Canada versus Nigeria at 10.30 p.m. And then since you're going to be up anyway after the Canada-Nigeria match, you might as well just stay up and watch the Philippines versus Switzerland at 1 a.m. on Friday morning. Just get just get that first day in, you know? Just settle in to sleeping during work in the middle of the day. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Um, <laughs> Isn't that quite really quitting? Don't. Isn't that what that is? Maybe. <laughs> I was literally like looking at the schedule going, okay, what, you know, you could, get, you could get up at six. Like, you've been known to get up at six. You don't like it, but you could do it. You know, that would be all right. And then you could go back to bed or something or something Mm -hmm. and for me i mean you know i I work for cibc they're they're one of the they're all full-on into soccer these days it'd be you know downright whatever the corporate version of patriotic is 
to they just exactly. be concentrating fully on the football and you know abandoning the job responsibilities a little to concentrate on the uh, you are on, supporting on your company and yes. making sure that their sponsorship dollars are being well used by yes. making sure there are additional eyeballs on the match yeah duncan you are yep. a model employee and deserve a raise mm-hmm. I, I thought so yes yes i'm sure there's I've... gonna be all sorts of like terrible little just tv things who cibc presents the player of the half yeah it's just awful the cibc substitution grab. yeah that sort of thing so you know hey those things need eyeballs more people watching those cibc adverts the better i agree so yeah, I should uh, I should just do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it's not been mandated. Like the, the sure. whole the whole yeah. bank isn't just like taking time off. I don't I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Keep right. indicators, indicators, Duncan. Remember this for the review. <laughs> yeah, KPIs. <laughs> yes. Oh my brain! I hate that I know that. Yep, and I hate that I said it out loud. I'm sorry, yeah. everybody. I, yeah, I'm. I'm I, do you, yeah. I'm do you so need like? Yeah, are you okay? Fine. Like, yeah, I did. You end report sort of sacrificed my own work stats and quotas and that sort of thing for the sake of watching of CIBC's. Big soccer tournament. Yes. Yes. This is, this is oh yeah. Brilliant. Great. This is really yeah, your your year end, yeah, your year end review is gonna be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I believe I'm in you. Nothing if not a company man. Exactly. Said that many years for many years. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Well to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's our Duncan. All right. So we've got eight groups because, again, 32 countries. Yay. So exciting. There are uh, eight countries that are featuring for the very first time um, in the Women's World Cup. And with the exception of Group G, every group has one of those countries um, with uh, Group E having two. Which, because at first I thought it was somehow deliberate, even though I understand how draws work. But I was, I was, I was going through each group and going, okay, yeah, you get one and you get one. It was very Oprah-esque, and you get a new country and you get a new country, you know. And then well, I, I mean, got to Greece, and I was like, presumably most of those new countries will be in sort of pot D as far as seeding and everything goes, so they should be spread out between yes. the countries. I mean, I guess not quite because. Obviously, it didn't work that way, but yeah. Not entirely, but almost, almost. Mm. So, um, mm-hmm. all right. So, we're just going to do a little quick, a little quick look in at each group. Um, so, we'll start with we'll start with Group A. So, Group A is New Zealand, Norway, uh, Philippines appearing in their first World Cup, uh, and Switzerland. Now, key for this group, or one of the keys for this group, uh, obviously, New Zealand is one of the host countries. New Zealand have never won a World Cup match or reached the knockout stage. And they've been in five World Cups. So they're not new to the World Cup game, but they have struggled. They're just not very good at it. No. Well, this is the this is the Oceania part of the show. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) It's like it's either us or Fiji and fuck those guys. So let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. 
So while the ferns have amazing kits, look them up. Yeah, um, they do. They do not have a amazing very players. good international record. No. And their first match is, like I said, is, is versus Norway. And uh, they've only won against them once many, many years ago. So mm. um, Norway already has the upper hand and quite honestly they have a much better team because uh ada hegerberg is back um because she missed the last uh world cup um and she was protesting against her federation's treatment of the women's players and she did not play for the national team for five years um which like power to her seriously (laughs) I've sure. always been been impressed by that. Fuck you. I'm the best player you have. And until you fucking fix things, you don't get to use me. So, um, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see that first match, but also to see the return of her and see what kind of form um, she is in terms of international play. And um, yeah, so that's. You know, Switzerland's only been in it once before. Um, so they are sort of a bit of a, a monomaly. It's, it's, this group is Norway's to lose. Right. Yes, yes. Um, all right. And then moving on to everybody's favorite group. Of course, Group B featuring Canada. Oh, I don't know why I said it like that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Canada, Nigeria, the other host country, Australia, and Republic of Ireland appearing in their very first Women's World Cup. Are, are Australia, like, did they consider themselves Asian, like for the women's uh, football as well? Or are they so. like, actually sticking with CONCACAF? For, or is, like, is New Zealand literally the only CONCACAF team? Uh, O- OFC? Oh, yes, that's what I mean. Never CONCACAF. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yes, sort of OAC, uh, the Oceania. New Zealand's isn't, the isn't only... Isn't Australia uh... as well? Yeah, Australia. Well, that's what I'm asking. No, Australia's Australia Asia. Asia. Yeah. Because the Federation moves both the men and the women to the AFC. Yeah. It's the OFC. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Is, uh, but they're both hosts, so yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is this is an interesting group in that um, outside of Ireland, and no, you know they they did well in their qualifying. They've 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 played decently, but they're they they are the minnow of this group. They that's just they are, and they're also possibly missing one of their better players due to some pre-tournament um violence in a match yeah. mm. two different matches were called too right like that one and another one it's it's been uh it's been it's been interesting <laughs> but um so you've got canada obviously talented team uh the the current uh, gold medal gold medal winners olympic Olympic gold medal holders, um, Australia, who have um, had a pretty decent season. They have one of the best um, goal scorers for the women's game, Sam Kerr, uh, playing for them. And 
uh, Nigeria, who is a bit of a, like they've been, they've been in the world cup a lot. Uh, they've been here eight times before. Now they've never, never made it any better than the quarters, but they always, you know, they always feature. Um, they had a decent African Cup of Nations, um, did really well, and then sort of like fell apart for a while. So they're they're kind of in an uncertain place too. Um, they've got a couple of standout players. Uh, uh, Oshuola is probably the one that you'll hear people mention uh, the most. Uh, she's been kind of their star player but also playing very well for her club which i currently can't remember She's who it is barcelona thank you i was like why am my brain not put, put put her club in my brain thank you duncan barcelona this is why we have you for your knowledge sure. yes yes um so there's like this could be a more difficult group than one might hope now a lot of people are sort of like hinging on the fact that the Canadian squad beat Australia twice last year and beat Nigeria and then tied them um, last year in friendly play. Right. And you know what? I, I give that a bit of credence in that, like I, I remember watching the, at least one of the matches they played versus Nigeria and being really impressed um with the falcons and how they came to play they're like we are not here to be your sacrificial lambs we're gonna fucking try and kick your ass and it was it was very enjoyable i think that was the match at starlight actually right is that the one i'm thinking of that sounds familiar yeah that sounds familiar because it was like oh oh they are they are in this match. It was, it was kind of fun. You know, for part of it, you're like rooting for them. You're like, go on. This match doesn't count anyway. Go ahead. You know? Um, and then, I yeah, having... Felt, yeah, go ahead. I kind of felt that way about uh, when the Guadalupe were playing Canada in the Gold Cup. It was like, no, oh, that's nice. Yeah, you go ahead and score. That's fine. Uh, yes, it's, it's, we don't mind. It's, it's okay. all very unpatriotic, but yeah, that, that happens sometimes. Um... So, yeah, so there's a bit of, you know, and then playing, yeah, the, I remember the matches against Australia, like they played, both, both, both squads pay, played pretty full first team squads for at least one match. Like it was, it was competitive and, and not just a, all right, it's a bit of a run out. We know it's a friendly, it doesn't really mean anything. We're all just like trying stuff. It was like, no, 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 we want to, we want to win this. Um, but Canada hasn't looked that good this year, right? And they've obviously had the issues with uh, Federation and that affected a lot of things in their last tournament before this, the She Believes Cup, in which they were pretty abysmal. Um, but uh, yeah, they have a pretty even record against Australia and they're, they have a winning record against Nigeria. I think they've only played... They've only played uh, Ireland once or twice. I don't think they've ever lost Ireland. So on paper, you know, Canada should finish first or second in this group. That's the expectation, yeah. obviously. And, and I think they will. Should. Yeah, I, I would guess they'd get out of the group. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, seven points and four goals out of the three games. I think we'll probably struggle to score some goals, but yeah, they'll you know 
That is eminently points. reasonable and logical, Duncan. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I can't fight any of that. I might knock up a single goal, go five goals, but the seven points, I set my watch to that. I, I, I think that Australia is going to show up and that's going to yeah. be the, that's going to be the big, big match of the round. So why not? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to group C and group C is a little bit interesting. So group C is um, Costa Rica, Japan, perennial world cup players uh spain and zambia first world cup uh barbara banda player to watch from zambia delightful um has never played any of the teams in its group ever before so zero no measuring sticks at all um but one of the interesting things uh for this group is actually uh spain because like several of the teams in this world cup they're having fights with their federations <laughs> and I, I enjoy the whole dynamic I do. 15 so spanish teams. players informed their national federation last year that they will not accept the call up for any national team games until their concerns over the head coach who is still the head coach and other issues were addressed recently those players entered talks with the federation three of them were named to the preliminary squad. And I think only two of them actually got named to the final team. Um, So it is very uncertain as to what this squad looks like. Um, Although their captain did just return from ACL injury, um, also helped lead Barcelona to the Champions League title. So they have one of their best players involved um, and their best goal scorer. So that'll be just all kinds of interesting in in just just knowing the the stuff that's burbling in the background, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing one one of the players who was not one of the 15 is uh, Ivana Andres. And so looking at the little profile in the uh, the Guardian here, and mm-hmm. for all of the teams, they'll like for a few of them, they'll have just like a little bit of a descriptor there. For example, one of the Irish players is, is, is Maverick, which is delightful. But yeah, Ivana Andres, unfussy. Okay. Unfussy. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, her unfussy, effective defensive performances for club and country, blah, 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 blah have uh, persuaded her to hand Andres the Spain captaincy. Uh, hmm. I guess uh, Real Madrid uh, uh, player, but uh, yeah, that's her uh, 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 things. Battler, fighter, late bloomer, unfussy. Unfussy. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I have that's never the heard that. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Uh, um. Costa Rica, it's only their second appearance uh, in the World Cup. Uh, first one in eight years. Again, they have had they had a decent uh, qualifying run. Um, they did lose to uh, U.S. and Jamaica in another CONCACAF tournament, but that's really not all that surprising. But it looks, I, I, I between them, they look like they're, you know, 
probably scrappy. Um, their last World Cup, they actually did sort of surprise some people in terms of, of, of their play, but they didn't make it out of the group stage. And again, Zambia, it's their first time. Um, Barbara Banda, again, is really the player that most people are watching, um, especially... Uh, so a little one of the one of the reasons people talk about her is she's their captain um, and very good very good goal scorer. She did not play uh, in the African Cup of Nations last year um, because she was deemed ineligible by the African Confederation because of high testosterone levels. Ah uh, yes, let's mm. to raise hormones some more. Fucking ghouls. So um, Castasamania kind of thing. They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Mm. All right. Sure. Yeah. So, um, but uh, you, if if you watched any of um, Zambia's matches at the Olympics, because um, that was their Olympic debut as well, she was the one scoring the hat tricks. Um, if you're like, wait a second, there was that one player. That's her. So she's delightful. Um, just watch one of their matches just for her. But um, yeah, this 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 is a bit of a chaotic group and then again japan is always they're always competitive um they're always hanging around um you know near the finals of tournaments um but they've only won once they've been at the world cup eight times they only the last time they won was 12 years ago so who knows all right china denmark england and haiti in its first World Cup, um, England, who a little bit, yeah, um, England, who is considered uh, a favorite, and and by myself as well going into this tournament, um, no Beth Mead, which is very unfortunate. Uh, one of their best players, and I can't remember they're missing somebody else. It just seemed like maybe there maybe okay Leah Williamson. Leah Williamson? Oh, damn. That's too bad. She's very good. I like watching her. Um, So, yeah, they could be a little more more vulnerable past the group stage, but they should win this group pretty handily. Um, At least that's my expectation. Duncan, what do you think? Yes, I'm asking Um, you because you're the English person. Sure, I'm not asking you. Oh, is that why? Oh, okay. No, absolutely not. I think they'll probably win, but, you know, I wouldn't be all like, yeah, handily. This is just uh, a joke of a group. It's just, uh, okay, there's there's potential there for things to go wrong. Probably not for Haiti, really, but uh, China and Denmark should be toughish. Yeah, I think, yeah, China should definitely. Again, talk about a, a country that is always sort of in the thick of it in tournaments. Yeah, you're right. I think that's the one to, I think that's who will give the group the greatest run uh, against England. Nothing against Denmark. They're they're a solid team, but I feel like China is the other country to watch in that group. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. What was... Sorry, I'm looking at I'm looking at Denmark, trying to think of like a player's name. My brain will not produce who I'm thinking of. So it'll happen like an hour later, and I will shout out some some person's name. I'm sorry when yeah. it happens. 
Yeah, I'll just put it in in post. It's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Luna Givitz. Uh, who? Luna Givitz. Oh, Josephine Hasbo. Not... No. I, I could go on. There's a lot of names here. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Peniel Harder? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm. Um, I mean, some, some people pineal hard, but, you know, she really goes for she, it. Yes. I appreciate that. She's going to pineal harder. Yeah. I, who, want, who, want, who wants low-level pinealing? Yeah, I know. I, this is the World Cup, for God's sakes. Show up. Exactly. Harder, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why did uh, why did why did Iceland qualify there? Because they were penealing soft. Yeah, they're, they're penealing so oh, soft. Oh, good yeah. point. Yeah, that is a very good point. Yeah. Um, group E. So Group E is the one that has two uh, debutante countries, uh, Vietnam and Portugal. Um, which for so, for some reason I just assumed that Portugal had been at the World Cup before, but they have not. This is their first one. Um, so the U.S., Vietnam, Netherlands, and Portugal. Uh, now, Netherlands have only been in the World Cup two other times. Um, that seems crazy. So, I mean, Portugal, I feel like, when I think about it, I can't really think about them being good. But the Netherlands have been... Um, right? I know. Different things. They've only got to the World Cup twice before. Mm. I guess I think, yeah, I think of the Netherlands, I, I guess a lot of it is Olympics, but... I always, yeah. My computer tells yeah. me they got to the final um, in 2019. And yes, flopped they up did. Last year's Euros. Mm. Wah, wah. Mm. Of course, the, the team that everyone uh, talks about, the Americans. Ah, fuck them. Yeah. Let's not talk about them. Let's talk about Vietnam. Yes, yes let's. Yeah. Tell us. So tell us some things about the the Vietnamese team. Oh, I don't really know anything about them at all. But uh, you know, this is the that's Vietnam versus America. That's the one that uh, that I know, that, right? That's, that's the, the match. That's, I will have drinks and snacks for that. Yes. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, it, funny about that is uh, it seems like uh, at at random World Cups, the U.S. is up against somebody that they have historically they, fucked with, and they make well, it like a big deal, like when it was. Uh, like U.S. Iran, U.S. Iraq. Oh, like, it's I just so that. annoying. Yeah. It's like yeah. this is the I don't. This may have been the first first time that I can think of where it was U.S. versus Vietnam, in 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 a World Cup ball. It's the first World Cup I think for either men or women for the for Vietnam. It is. It's yeah. Vietnam. This is the they've made history for their for their country being the first team to qualify for a World Cup. But um, yeah, I. I uh, I'm just looking up there. The, I guess they had a friendly uh, last week, and it was uh, it was close. Um, if Vietnam had got a touchdown and a field goal, they would have won the game. <laughs> but nine uh, nil, they lost to, to Spain. Who? Spain, oh. unofficial friendly, which means it was all like back alleys and shit. Uh, closed doors, <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. Closed doors. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, you, you know, the, the the coach sounds optimistic at least. Uh, you know, to probably, you know, the squad quality is not quite there yet to compete at this level. And then this next bit is a quote, but we can learn from the other teams, says the coach, uh, my Duke Chun. Um, so, okay, that this, uh, you, you're already there. We're just here to, to learn some things level. Yeah, come on, give it, give it a bit more of a 
some things in that. We can learn from them. Okay, so for those of you that want to see this match, um, the U.S. play Vietnam in their first match Friday night, 9 o'clock. Totally reasonable time. Okay. Get settled in, folks. I feel like Twitter, watching I feel that. Like Twitter will be a lot of fun about an hour beforehand and five minutes during the game. And then essentially <laughs> and the Americans will just awful. crush them and it's going to be awful. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, um, until then, it'll be delightful. What's the, score then, li- what's the score line that has to be on the screen when you go, yeah, yeah, this has run its course. And then you shut off. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a time to goal ratio. Like three nil after say forty minutes, I, I'd be like, yeah, that's, we, that's, that's we're good, probably we're enough. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, that's probably what everyone thought back in the sixties, and Vietnam fought through a very honourable draw. So who knows what could happen? Here. Good point, Duncan. Bunk you down, do some good counter attacking here or there, and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Um, so yes. All right. Um, and then the group um, outside of Canada, this is the one that I'm most interested in watching. This is a very, this is a very tasty group. This should be a highly competitive group. We've got Brazil, France, Jamaica, and Panama in their first World Cup. Um, and like, other than having, you know, Marta perennial possibly playing in her last World Cup, uh, and then alongside Dabinia, like two of the top players in the women's game for years. Um, and then yeah. you have France and all I the drama. Like, yeah, I feel like I want to say it's like Malta. It's like, oh, good God. I mean, they, she's still going. She hasn't retired yet, but she's younger than Christine uh, Sinclair, isn't she? So, I know, okay. but Fair you enough. always think yep. she's older. I think she's older. I was like, I was like, isn't Marta like mid 40s by now? Is she a grand? Like, I don't even know anymore. You would think so. Um, but, yeah. I, I think also, to be fair, um, Christine Sinclair still looks like she's 28. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the reason why you think that is because she hasn't aged a minute since we remember her being one of the greatest of all time, which was like a decade ago. Marta has not had that gene in her and has aged accordingly. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, it's, that's what, it, that's exactly what it is because I get shocked every time I see Sinclair's age because it just blows my mind. Like, oh my God, of course she's that old, but holy shit, she's that old. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you've got um, so Brazil with, again, Marta probably playing in her last uh, World Cup. Uh, Davinia, again, one of the better players in the world. Um, and again, they're just, they're a strong. Oh, God, they're coached by Pia Sondage. Okay, fuck you, Brazil, die. Um, I hate that I don't want to root, well, I don't want to root for a team because of their annoying coach, but I don't want to root for a team because they're annoying coach. T-Terrorists, hello. Um, Jamaica, only in their second World Cup, um, featuring one of the most fun players to watch. Uh, it was Bunny Shaw. Uh, she plays for Man City and is just... God, she's talented. Like, just watch one of the Jamaican matches just to see her play because she's so good. She's so freaking good. Um, and then France, which is another, it's another one, another one of the teams that has been fighting with their federation. Um, 
Browns? No. No. French footballs getting getting feisty? No. What? No. Shocking. Ooh. That never happens in France. No. Don't be ridiculous. Um so Wendy Renard, again, one of the best, possibly the best center back in the world. Um she's anyways, she's ridiculous. Uh declared she was no longer going to play for the national team um due to the coach and a couple other players went along with it but you know she was the big name leading this this charge and uh the french federation capitulated and hervé renard is now uh now the coach um and most recently managed the saudi arabian team uh during the men's world cup last year okay france has a very strong team um and should again this whole this whole group like Jamaica should be super competitive, Brazil should be super competitive, and I know nothing about this Panamanian side. Um, but you know, welcome to the World Cup. Um, yeah, I wish I I wish I knew more about them. I know I don't even recognize really they their any of the. They, they apparently had a recent seven nil defeat against Spain. What the oh, fuck dear. is Spain? Spain just going out there and crushing everybody's dreams? That, that, was, that was their goal. Welcome to the, the World, World Cup, Cup, bitches. Yeah. We're just going to take on all of the little teams and crush them and make ourselves feel good. And <clears throat> God damn it, Spain. That's not nice. Play nice, Spain. Come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's... Uh, this is just a like I really don't know which way this group is is gonna go. I really don't. Um, which is great. It's it's fun to have a group that feels very up in the air, you know? Like I I I don't know. I feel like I would, any Yeah, I would guess that France would probably win it, but then you Jamaica could uh, Jamaica could do well and maybe take down Brazil. Get them out of there wouldn't entirely surprise me. Panama probably not, but yeah, there's uh, there's definitely a chance there. I like it. I yeah, I am I am looking forward to this group. I I hope that they're they're all like just ridiculous matches. Um, I would I would hope so. I mean, I I do like the idea that Panama could just all of a sudden steal a steal a few points here and there. Brazil, France, Jamaica. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, come on, come on. So tasty. Yeah, have a smorgasbord of football, guys. It's good. Mm-hmm. Give me yum. Love the World Cup so much. Um, Group G. Group G is actually. I don't know. It's it's. Yeah, it's like the group that has made no impression on me. It's, it's the one I care about the least. Um, it's so, Argentina. Ooh, Italy. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, neither of you are particularly all that good at the uh, at the women's game yet, are you? So, I, was, yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. It's like, like, like go, oh, go this South a, Africa. If this was a this was the men's group. This would be amazing. But oh yeah, but it's not. So yeah. Um, so yeah, Sweden, South Africa, Italy, and Argentina. Now Sweden 
is always at the World Cup. Um, yeah, basically, they should win they, this, you'd think. They should win this group. Yeah, they they know their way around the World Cup, you know. <laughs> um, and recently, you know, like they Canada beat them for the gold medal in the Olympics. Um, they, you know, have a winning record against everybody in their group. This should shouldn't be a problem for them. Everybody else, I no idea. I'm cheering for South Africa just because I am. That's, that's <laughs> they fair. won. They won the Afri- They they won the African uh, Cup of Nations. Awesome. Um, but have been kind of shit since then. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I'm just looking at their um, like their warm ups and. I don't. I would love to know what happened where they got their asses handed them by Botswana. What group is Botswana in, everyone? <laughs> They're not. Five nil at home to Botswana. Holy I'm hoping shit, they sent really? out the C team. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And that was that was uh, that was only uh, what two weeks ago. So um, yeah, I don't. There might have been more to it. I'm just looking at score lines, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that's a that's kind of a pendulum swung there, from one emotional high to another emotional low. <laughs> that's Ooh. just yeah. It's just so weird. Anyway, it's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. This 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 yeah. This is the yeah. I I you know, there's always that one group in the World Cup that you just really don't care about, right? Like Typically, it yeah. just happens. And this is. This is the one at the Women's World Cup for me. I'm just like, all right. Yeah, I think there's no there's no name brand excitement. Like, oh, and there's no no disrespect to the four teams, but there's also no like interesting stories. Like, okay, here's a bunch of teams. Yeah, where's the drama? God damn it! Who's fighting with their federation? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not really a headline that Argentinian. Women's team gets along great with the AFA. Like, that's not, oh, okay, thanks for that article. Which is kind of bullshit, really. I mean, you know, you look at all the countries around the world who are kind of complaining and this and this and this. Okay, Argentina and Italy are probably two of people whose various footballing associations, federations, whatever, have a fucking shitload of money and have done nothing for their women's team, I'm guessing, looking at their uh, world rankings and that sort of thing. You know, Canada, well, yeah, I mean, they don't do much, but, well, they don't, they don't have much. They don't do much for the men either. But, yeah, Argentina and Italy, uh, that's one legitimately the women's team can say, yeah, we're getting screwed here. So what the hell, why, why are they so happy? Why aren't they fighting with their federations? It's a good point. It's weird. Fight more nonsensically for me. Mm. Fight for my on. amusement. Exactly. Yes. Damn it. Somebody punch someone. <laughs> we have closed door friendly immediately. <laughs> All right. And then our final group, uh, Colombia, Germany, South Korea, and Morocco in their cup. Um, obviously, this is Germany's group to lose. They are one of the best teams in the world, currently ranked the number two team in the world um, and the only team other than the U.S. to win more than one World Cup title. They have two. U.S. has four. 
Um, they won the gold medal in 2016. They lost in extra time in the Euro final to England, which is funny. Um, anyway, they're very good. They are very good. Alexandra Pop is back. Uh, she's uh, She was injured uh, during Euro. Um, she's healed. She's back for this. But what's interesting is that they have never played anybody in their group. Yeah, they haven't taken up against Colombia. And Colombia are a menace. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) they're just just hacking. They're just hacking down people in closed-door friendlies, left, right, and center. They're just going to come in and kick the shit out of you. That's basically what I'm expecting right now. (laughs) I'm like, like, really? (laughs) Beating up on the Ireland team? Like, come on. (laughs) The Guardian says Colombia has an exciting tiki-taka style of football, often pleasing on the eye, but can be profligate in front of goal. And the decision-making in crucial moments is often questionable. But, yeah, no, the only thing I know about them is, yeah, they will kick the shit out of you. Oh, here, this is something interesting. Um, in 2015, uh, they beat, um, they made it to the round 16. That's the best they've done. They beat France 2-0 in the group stage, hmm. making them the first Spanish-speaking country to win a match at a Women's World Cup. So up until 2015, what? no Spanish-speaking country had won a match at the Women's World Cup. Wow, that is that is a remarkable statistic, right? Or fact, whatever you want to call it. Huh. Both, I guess. I don't know. Like yes. that is fascinating. I'm genuinely wow. flabbergasted. I I really am too. As I was reading that, I was like, "Does that actually?" No, that's what that says. Okay. Ooh. Um. Yeah. So this group has like there's there's some potential here. Um. South Korea has, um, oh, who's the, what's, uh, oh, yes, uh, Ji Soo-yeon plays for um, uh, Chelsea and is, you know, they win everything in uh, the WSL and is very good, scores at will, uh, basically. So definitely um, the player to watch uh, for their team leading the attack, just being a menace. Um, same, they've never played any of the teams in their group either. It seems like nobody's, no one's played anybody. No one, none of them are familiar with anyone, which is obviously Morocco isn't, well, not even a friendly. So this is delightful. No one has any prior knowledge of play other than maybe, you know, playing club play or whatever, watching film and stuff, but no actual direct knowledge of playing anybody in this group. That's super interesting. Yeah, that probably doesn't happen often um, these days. So yeah, fun. I like it. So that's great there. And uh, this is uh, under the radar sort of group to watch kind of thing. You know? Yeah. You'd, you'd think Germany's kind of going to be uh, fairly comfortably winning, but aside from that, mm, who knows? And uh, Morocco is the first Arab nation to ever qualify for a Women's World Cup. Yeah, I saw hmm. that. That was kind of cool. So that's kind of cool. All right. Well, that's our overview of the groups. So now, now to some some questions. And we for some of these we already sort of did it. So who's who's coming out of each group? 
So um, group A, New Zealand, Norway, Philippines, Switzerland. I'm going Norway, Switzerland for that one. Yeah, I think it's Norway, Switzerland. Yeah, me too. New Zealand will just kind of shut the bed. I, mm. Yeah. And Philippines. Happy to... Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, group B, Canada, Nigeria, Australia, or Republic of Ireland? Thinking Canada and Australia. Same. It could be Nigeria. Then I'm going to Canada and surprise Nigeria. Just both host countries shit the bed. Yeah. The pressure's too much for them. Who knows? I'd enjoy that. I'm going with you, Duncan. I'm with that. I'm on board. I'm Great. sticking with I'm sticking with the Canada Australia. Okay, fair. Fair. Um, group C, Costa Rica, Japan, Spain, and Zambia. Japan and Spain. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it if Zambia managed, but no, it's Japan and Spain. Um, all right. Group D, China, Denmark, England, and Haiti. England, England and Denmark. And England and China. England and China. Yeah. yeah. I mean, haven't, haven't China kind of fallen off after their early prowess during the yeah. Women's World Cup? Like, I, I, I'm... It's been a while since they've been good, yeah. Yeah, like, that's why I feel like they're going to surprise people. I'm I'm going with England and China. That's my that's my pick for that. Yeah, probably about the same. Marcus. Uh, all right, all right, fine. Um, I will. Uh, I'll say England, Denmark. Fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the the group of the debutantes. Um. Netherlands, Portugal, the Yanks, and Vietnam. Netherlands and the Yanks. USA and the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, Netherlands, Vietnam. I said pardon. (laughs) I can have I can have hopes and dreams too. Don't do it. No, I love it. Don't go stomping on them. No, 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 no. I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Okay, I love it. Um, and yeah, oh God's right. This is okay. So Brazil, France, Jamaica, or Panama. France and Jamaica. I think so. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. France, yeah. I, France, Jamaica. Okay. I think we're in. A, yeah. Okay. France, Jamaica. Um, Argentina, Italy, South Africa, Sweden. So Sweden and who else? I'm going with South Africa because I just want to see them advance. Sure, me too. For Argentina and Italy. Meh. Seriously. Flax and Awuga. Love it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Awuga. Uh, Colombia, Germany, South Korea, and Morocco. Germany and who else? Pretty much. Uh, Colombia. Let's go uh, yeah, Germany and Colombia. I'm going South Korea. I'm going to go South Korea. Germany, South Korea. Columbia will have like 10 players suspended for the, uh, the next <laughs> round of 16 and they'll lose. But, you know, they'll make it there. They'll set a it's record. Amazing. Yeah. It's the first time ever that three goalkeepers are starting. <laughs> None of them in goal. None of them in goal. <laughs> um, all right. Who's going to win? Oh, 
or no, 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 I don't care. It doesn't matter what order we do these in. Who's going to win? Germany's going to win this. I'm going to go France. Mm. I like it. It makes no sense because the French always shit the bed when it really counts, but nah, France, maybe this time they won't. I picked England early on and I'm wavering. So many of their good players are missing. Uh, uh, oh, go with France. I almost always go with France at the World Cup. Um, okay. So uh, other than Canada, obviously, and we sort of, again, we sort of discussed this, but if anything like stuck in your mind as we were going through the groups, like is what group or countries are you like excited to watch? Again, Group F is the one I'm like dialed in on in terms of mm. wanting to see most of those matches if possible. Yeah, FH. Fuck Honduras. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. I, I'm 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 definitely interested in uh, on all the noobs. I, I yep. want to see. I want to see. I would I would love for for like Philippines, Zambia, to Costa Rica. Like, just, just get a point. Get a point. Score a goal. You know, win a game win a game that would be that would be awesome um Fair. i think i think uh germany england are going to be fun to watch um mm-hmm. i i jamaica but again that's a whole group i'm so yeah that, that whole group but i feel like that french team is just if they can get their shit together they it's should be they yeah. should light up the entire thing but it's if they can get their shit together uh I'm yeah. curious to see how Zambia does actually like just watch, see how they play just cause they've had some, they've had some drama, not fighting with their federation, but with, um, uh, the, the coach or the former coach, uh, being accused of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've had to deal with that, uh, for the last several months. So that's something to see how they sort of come through that. Um, yeah. All right, cool. How far does Canada go in this World Cup? Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals? Ooh, yeah. not even the semis. Ooh. Uh, this isn't the Duncan. Olympics, Kristen. This isn't the Olympics. This is, <laughs> this is the World Cup. This is Canada at the World Cup. I know. I know. <laughs> Marcus? Uh, yeah, I'm... I think it's the quarterfinals. Really? I mean, I don't I don't think I, I'd be shocked if the finals are on the table. The semis are doable, but I think the quarters is that's when they kind of I don't want to I don't want to say soft opponents, but that's kind of where it that will So they're gonna okay, just just as a as a they're gonna run up against somebody from group D coming out of the group stage yeah so they can, they'll get it they'll get they'll get past uh denmark <laughs> um oh, yeah God. I don't, I don't um, to be china england and yeah um, england before i've sure. seen it um oh boy i'm saying semi-finals i'm saying semi-finals which leads me to my last question what is considered success for Canada at this tournament? Now, I was on 
another podcast last week. Yes, because I'm on all the podcasts. Um, and I was asked this question. And I said, the final. Didn't ha- they didn't have to win, but for it to be considered a success for them because of their inadequacy at the World Cup, historically. You know, they've gotten to the semifinal once before. Um, but, you know, being the reigning gold medal champions, um, having, again, on paper, a pretty talented squad um, with the return of some injured players that they didn't think they were going to have, that they've been missing through the spring, like all this stuff. To me, I don't feel that they as a team um, will feel that this was a successful World Cup if they don't make the final. What do you guys Ooh. think? Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like there's, there's, all right, so what do I think is a success? Semis. I think a success is semis. The problem okay. is, is that, is that on the one hand, you can go, well, well, they, they're the defending gold medalists at the, at the, at the Olympics. That wasn't that long ago, which is, yeah, that's 100% accurate, but it seems to be a very different animal for this team. You know, mm-hmm. we've got a collection of medals from the Olympics and none from the World Cup. Yep. And that's in a row. So I think the the success is getting over that block of are we not a top four team in a, in the World Cup? Um, and which is which I like I, I accept that that is insane on that logic, but none of us are really predicting them to get to the final. And we're not experts, by I know. and, it, and looking, it hurts me to say that, but but we're looking at a whole bunch of other teams that have really shown the fuck up over the last last twenty four months, and it's kind of like, well, Germany is really good, and England is finally getting up to that level of being the elite, and like, and those are, I mean, Germany notwithstanding, but England wasn't to me in in my mind's eye of being one of the elite women's sides and now they kind of are mm-hmm. so That's the Phil Neville effect it has to be it has <laughs> to be but so yeah so that so that being said like it's i feel like the world cup is is its own isolated obstacle that for some reason the olympics are not and if they can get past that, where they can at least parallel a performance to an Olympic feat, that is a huge step forward, because it means they no longer they no longer have that hanging over their head. Is like, but well, how come you can like this about that? Well, that's why I feel like only the final makes this a success. Well, again, whether or not they win, like I'd love to the semifinal. Yeah, meet you know match your best previous performance from twenty years ago. Absolutely, like. Make that happen. And that is, I, I agree. I think that is actually something. But I don't know. Because this just eludes them every time. I mean, they, they their best their best performance is a fourth place finish in twenty in two thousand three. When in a sixteen team World Cup. Yeah. That's not saying much. That's not saying much, but that's also before that crop of yeah. I mean that's at the that's before. There was anybody else that was good, but like, 
11, like this is um, according to the ranking, um, but like round of 16, quarterfinals, two group stages. So that's the last four appearances. So really anything better than quarterfinals success is this to me is a success. And okay. that's, that's when we hosted it. But I like it's to each other to each of their own measure, right? So I'm just I I'm just kind of putting a little a little bit of a psychology that may not even fucking be there. Cause there's so many kids on this team now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with Mark, really. I, I think uh, semifinals, uh, yeah, that'd probably be a, a good result, really. Get out of the group stage, win two, uh, win two knockout games. That's pretty good. And then is there a third-place game in this? I presume there's a third-place game. I, I believe so. We've, we've historically been quite good at third-place games. True, um, true. And, and there's medals attached to it's um, in Brisbane on my yeah. birthday. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You should go. Should go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, semi-final. I'd uh, I'd be happy with that. Well, wouldn't be happy with losing in the semi-final, but you'd look back at it and think, yeah, it was a good tournament. Okay. All right. I see what you're both saying. All right. Cool. 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 I like it. I like it. All right. So that is. Um, that is our, our preview, or it's our look at uh, the Women's World Cup. And we have, anyway, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. So looking forward to it. Um, so yes, don't forget, there's they're doing five substitutions. They have a concussion sub. And then uh, later on, they are actually introducing uh, a six sub for extra time uh, in the knockout rounds. And they're going to be keeping time like they did in Qatar which is going to be delightful. Sweet. 11 minutes of injury time. I love it. I do like the idea of the concussion sub, and I just As do really I. hope that, um, that people don't they just try and take advantage of it. It's just like, ooh, well, you've used all your subs. Oh, check it out. Richie Larea has got a concussion now. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can they be wouldn't believe him anymore, though. They wouldn't, they wouldn't believe him. Ah, yeah, sure, it's, Richie, whatever it's... you say. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. Who's who's going to be the uh, the, uh, the the World Cup uh, equivalent of Richard Larea? Who's oh yeah, you're clearly faking this, aren't you? So you can just do another sub. Like, mm. Well, hopefully we'll have to watch and find out. No, I well, don't. I don't think it will. People and like players and coaches and everything kind of take it seriously and say, no, no, no. This is a good development that should be there, and we're not going to abuse it. But yeah, somebody yes. will. There's going to be a you know. Uh, Jose, uh, Jose Mourinho type coach will absolutely be uh, all about taking advantage of this. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to what's coming up. And what's coming up is, again, the World Cup. And as we mentioned earlier, everything kicks off. We were just talking about that. I know. We're going to keep talking oh. about it a little bit more because we're going to just talk about the match in detail. Um, so everything kicks off on Thursday morning. As I said, both host countries playing the first two matches. Uh, New Zealand versus Norway at 3 a.m. Australia versus Republic of Ireland at 6 a.m. Go to work, have a nap, whatever. Canada versus Nigeria at 10.30 p.m. And as I said, if you want, you can stay up and watch the Philippines versus Switzerland at 1 a.m. Friday morning. So Canada versus Nigeria. Um, they played them last year twice. 
So there's a certain sense one would think, one would hope of, you know, a bit of an awareness. Um, and something that I actually didn't mention when we were doing the group preview, speaking of countries and arguments with their federations, Nigeria. Uh, there was, has been a brief talk. Most of the players say that, that, that this is not actually happening, but people have been saying that the players were actually thinking about not playing in their match um, as they are in this fight with their federation um, over bonuses and compensation. Um, there's a, there's an assistant. One of the coaches has been banished. Um, there's, there's, they've, they've got, they've got, they've got Canada level drama going on behind the scenes. So it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of fitting that they're the first, that they're each playing each other in their first match. Um, so yeah, so there's been, there's been rumors that they wouldn't play. However, uh, players, I've seen player interviews where they're like, no, like that's, I mean, don't know where that's coming from. Yeah. We're playing. I mean, they're not, not getting on the plane. Like, hmm. No, they're there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but they are, uh, they have gone to uh, Thief Pro um, for assistance in whatever negotiations uh, they're having uh, between them and the Federation. Anyway, they've got tons of stuff going on that hopefully won't impact their play too much on the pitch. Because uh, you hate, you hate that. Like we've seen it with Canada. Um and you don't want to see that continue. And it, it does it does happen far too often. It's not the first time actually that it's happened um, for this uh, for this squad. But anyway, so Canada versus Nigeria, 10:30 at night, Thursday. Um, thoughts? Who's player to watch? We're all just going to watch Oshola, right? Because she's ridiculous. Um, that's why I'm watching anyway from the other team. That's fair. Um, hmm. I'm going to watch Gift Monday. Fair. Because, you know, I feel like I feel like we have to make fun of names equal. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's and, a great name. And and like, aside from the fact that, you know, Present Thursday, it didn't make the team. <laughs> um, gift card Sunday, did not make the team. I I feel like I feel like we should really throw our support behind Gift Monday. Um, I, no do, idea. Do, do, I mean, Monday Monday is a tough day. Why not make every Monday a Gift Monday? Wouldn't that just make true. it better? This is true. I feel like Garfield would have had a much different outlook on life. Right. Honestly, that's that's very fair. And and she she plays for uh, Tenerife. So in in uh, oh really? Oh yeah. now see oh so like like it, basically what I'm saying is, um, she got a resume. She got a resume. I like it. I mean it is okay. Um, hang on. Okay, who? I did not realize this. Okay, so, um. What, what's 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 uh, the top league in Spain called? La Liga. La Liga. And and what's the second division? Is this called second division? Is it? It's a segunda. Yeah, I think yeah. segunda. 
I for a second there, I thought, okay, let's find out what division Tenerife plays in. I'm like Liga F, like Jesus, that's the sixth division. No, the top <laughs> division is called Liga F for Liga Feminine football. Uh, but like, it's still freaking <laughs> me out that it's like, oh my god, a sixth division player made the Nigerian team. Ugh. Um, no, she's top flight. She's top flight. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's also Ooh. there's a couple good names on this team. Tony Payne. I feel like I've seen her wrestle. <laughs> Tony Payne. Tony Payne. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh wait, Anomi Abby. Oh, I forgot about her. Um, she's uh, she's yeah, she's this is like her sixth World Cup or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw I saw that in one of the. Uh, she's 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 Nigeria's Cincy. She's forty. Okay. Yeah, but does she look 40? Because mm. Canada's Cincy doesn't look 40. <laughs> she doesn't even look 30. It's 28. So weird. Um, anyway, I... Christy Atrubi is a running machine. This is how the Canadian describes her. But it's, is she unfussy? Uh, no, no, apparently not. Just so, yeah. R- running machine. Yes. Says number 10. You don't really expect a running machine at number 10, but that's probably who she is. Uh, number nine is a social activist. Not really going to talk about a football, but social activist. Um, but yeah, apparently a lot of her activism is very like uh, arguing with the uh, the federation uh, for equal pay and for prompt payment and was accused of literally playing against her own team. In a press release from the Nigerian Football Federation, <laughs> following a defeat to South Africa in 2021, I, uh, okay, she's my favorite now. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> how could she not be? This is amazing. <laughs> is it? Can yeah, desire? Is it weird that I want Nigeria to win this now. I mean, come on, mm. a player no, they, that's they, on they, the they, national team squad that the national association. Fucking hates. Oh, they, they, they can they can win their other matches. But I guess just not, so. I want Nigeria to finish second man. in the group. Okay, Ooh. that's fine. I'm good. We already well, Duncan and I already agreed with that. So I know, but you, can, now, you, have, you still have time to change your change your change your change your vote mark. It's it's There's fine. still time. It's okay. fine. I mean, it's also well, uh, Uchenna. Uh, so been too generous for Did you know <gasps> that? We did not know that. Yeah. That is exciting. Mm. Fun. Well, fun, she, fun, fun. Anymore. Oh. she was the first African did. to play in the Mexican top flight with Tigres. And I think from the looks of reading her biography, she's moved on to Sweden since then. That's mm. wild. Oh, she has a day dedicated to her in Lakeland, Florida. Go on. That's <laughs> where she attended Southeastern University for becoming the all-time leading college goal scorer at a single school. Richena Kanu. Really? Hmm. Apparently, she owns a pet dog named Luna and says so she loves to binge watch series on Netflix. Like, hmm, okay. She's footballers. They're just like us. Her Wikipedia yes. has none of this shit, Duncan. I think you're making that. <laughs> but also, super plausible. <laughs> wow. This is amazing. Hmm. Um, this is Stockholm Syndrome, right? Where we fall in love with our captors. <laughs> this is what it is? Fuck. This is fantastic. Um, 
uh do you have a do you want to pick a player to watch from canada i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go with quinn um because yeah. i love them and they are back from injury and i just want good things for them so they're my pick Quinn's the best and mm. if i could get any player's name on the back of a kit it would yep. be quinn same i feel like you can do that mark yeah now we got the problem of getting it in mark size so we can't Ah. But I appreciate your optimism. <laughs> I genuinely appreciate yeah. your optimism. Um, yeah, let's go with the... Uh, let's just, I'm going to keep things obvious. Jesse Fleming. You know, oh, good choice. Very good. She's a good player. But, you know, kind of feel like at some point is she ever going to have like some absolute sort of standout, holy shit, she's amazing, sort of kind of tournament. You know, why not now? And she's Clearly scrappy. a very good player, but just be a fucking superstar. Go on. Make it yeah. Happen, take, your, take your chance, Jesse. Yeah. Hmm. All can right. I just, can I just throw out that if you look at the Wikipedia list of the current roster and you see how many caps, you almost have to wonder if the number beside Christine Sinclair's 323 caps is a fucking typo. <laughs> that is an absurd amount of fucking caps. Ooh. Like absurd. She, 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 she is the she. Yeah, I know. I like, know. She, like that number is so high. Has she been representing Canada since the age of six? Because like that just doesn't. <laughs> but you have to think. Seem... Uh, but oh, that's dude. because part of you are comparing it to the men's caps, and so this is a really good illustration of how Ooh. much more successful, and how many more things that the women's team has played in than the men's team is my guess. Or, or, you know, just how many games the CSA contributes to putting on for the women's team as opposed to the men's team. Also mm. true. Mm. Well, the men don't go to the Olympics. The women do. Mm. Burn. True. Um, it's just, that's just, that's just a fact. fact. It's not even yeah, meant yeah. as a burn, but that's a lot of matches plus Olympic but, qualifying tournaments, et cetera, et cetera. The men always crash out. The women yeah. advance. Burn. Ooh. See, it's still accurate. <laughs> Facts be like the men, it's like an under 23 thing, so it probably doesn't, doesn't even count as a regular cap, does it? Anyway, do know. Move on. I'm All just right. being facetious and that's yeah, okay. Quirky. I was just doing math. <laughs> um score predictions for this one, gentlemen. One nil Canada. 2 0 Canada. Oh. 2 1 Canada. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nigeria makes it interesting. Claxon. Jeez, Kristen. Nope. I refuse. As much as I love Kaylin Sheridan, she's awesome. She does have her flaws. She's not perfect yet, but she's got time. She's young. Um, we will look at their other matches next week. Um, but yes. On that note, that is our show for this week. That is our bumper crop of Women's World Cup awesomeness, which is basically mostly what we're going to be talking about for the next month. So um, get used to that. And um, if you don't like it, um, what's wrong with you? Why do you hate fun? Enjoy? Yeah. Yeah. Learn to have fun, guys. Come on. Yeah. It's okay. Ooh. You're allowed. You're allowed. I promise. Um, but yes. Thank you, gentlemen for fantastic Women's World Cup preview. It's delightful. 
I'm more excited now than ever. I am, I am actually feeling very hyper. Um, so yes, please join us next week when we look back at obviously Canada's first match, uh, the opening, you know, first match days and uh, look ahead to the uh, following matches, which, you know, if you live in the Eastern time zone are not terrible, depending on what time you have to leave for your job, 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. or 8 a.m. and 6 a.m. I can't remember which is which. Mm-hmm. So not, not awful, not optimal, but still not three o'clock in the morning. So yeah, yeah, six o'clock in the morning. I can I can definitely do that. And, uh, yeah, eight o'clock. Maybe you can watch like the first half before work. Mm? Well, no, I, I start work at eight o'clock, but I can. Oh, get I thought you started at nine. Mm. No, no, no. I started eight now, but uh, it's one of those things. Like presumably, if this is on TSN. I'll be it able is. to stream it on my phone and what have you, and just sort of prop it up at my desk and somewhat pay attention uh, to work and football at the same time. Don't give away your secrets, Dunk. Jeez. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to be watching, like, CIBC's team. Now. Exactly. Right. Duncan right. is the model employee. We already discussed this. Sorry, forgot. Well, I was yeah. here for it. Forgot. My apologies, Dunk. Stay the course. You're doing wonderful. Yes. All right. Yes, please come back next week. We have tons more Women's World Cup stuff to talk about. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I've been joined by these two charming gentlemen to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. On the tweet machines at Kidnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We can we, we appreciate it. We just... Full of appreciation. That's that's who we are these days. Just appreciative appreciators. Okay, that's who we are. Um, we got Smooth shirts. You can mouth. go find them on our Zazzle shop. Uh, find the link on our website, vocalminority.ca. And uh, <clears throat> if you were one of the fortunate ones to pick up one of the pride kits that uh, the supporters groups did, thank you, thank you. We last I heard it was like over hundred and forty, which yeah. is insane. amazing. So thank you that there's 140 plus people who are going to be wearing a Mark Hinkley original. But is it gray? Yes, it is white, Ooh. but gray. I like, like I said, I've got a thing right now. So I am riding that gray cloud of success everywhere. Sometimes it's darker. Sometimes it's lighter. Mostly sometimes I just want like to piss rainbow, off everyone. But it's so. always gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That took a turn. Yep. Um, as for as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Krista Knowles. Until next week, Canada. Get used to it.